Hi, everyone, and welcome to the special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and the Love Is Podcast. I'm excited to welcome the host of the Love Is Podcast, Kim Sorrell. Kim, how are you? And I know you're excited about our guest. <laughs> I'm great, Neil, and yes, I am. Jennifer Silva Redman is a fellow author and does mm-hmm. a lot of incredible stuff in the writing world and lives on a sailboat. Jennifer, I've been so excited to talk to you about this sailboat life that you've got going. So you live on a sailboat. What is that like? Well, it's wonderful, of course. Um, It's also, you know, like any kind of adventurous lifestyle, if you will. It's got its ups, its downs. It's uh, somebody likened it to living in a cabin in the woods. It's really fun for the first few days. And then you're like, wow, this is really hard. (laughs) What about Wi-Fi? How do you handle that? Wi-Fi is easy for us because we do it through a cellular signal. So it just, um, I have a Wi-Fi hotspot, which right now is hanging from the mast because the higher I get it up, the better Wi-Fi we get. So I li- literally like hang it in a bag up on the mast so that it gets the best Wi-Fi. Oh, how about speed? I mean, speed, because I was on a cruise ship and it was terrible. You're not far enough out and see on living out there right. that you still can get internet and stuff. You know, sometimes we have a problem when we're actually traveling. Right now, we're in a marina in a slip in Port Townsend. Um, One of the reasons why is because, of course, to be able to be in touch with you guys and make sure that it would be good enough. Um, But most of the time, we don't have a problem with cell signal, and that becomes our Wi-Fi signal. So my husband calls us cybernetic nomads. We both work from the boat, so we're tethered to our Wi-Fi. That's fantastic. Yeah, no, what a cool thing. It's um, a kind of like a fantasy, like a dream to live on a boat, I think for a lot of people. What made you make the move from being a land lover to living on the sea? Well, I married a sailor. And I married a, a, a man who had just been fixing up his boat for many years. We had dated before, but we hadn't seen each other in a long time. I came back to San Diego from New York. You know, the timing was right. He asked me to marry him. A couple months later, we were living on the boat and we took off for Cabo San Lucas, which is about a thousand miles from San Diego. So I knew very little about sailing, um, but I knew a lot about him and I knew a lot about, you know, the fact that you know, I knew we wanted to be together and I wanted to enjoy what he loved. And so we took off and I just fell in love with it. I mean, I'm a San Diego, California girl, you know, grew up on the beach. So it was kind of a wonderful fantasy, as you say. And um, all the other things that that come with it, you know, are not always, you know, as I say, there's adventure to it. But I just fell in love with being on the boat. I fell in love with traveling and the beauty of the surroundings and Baja, California. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I would do the same thing. I think it would be so <laughs> easy to do. And, uh, but, and you get to get on land, of course, you yes. stop at ports and, and whatever. Yes. What about storm? Yeah. What about weather? You know, right now, of course, we're all thinking of Mexico because there's a hurricane pointed right up Baja California right now. Um, We've been through a couple of near miss hurricanes in Baja California, um, but everyone down there knows how to handle it. You know, they they tie the boat down really well. If you're in an anchorage, you know, you have your anchor out and you do various things to prepare for it. And of course, you pray that it's going to miss you by 100 miles, which makes all the difference. Um, 
Um, so yeah, I, we have a lot of friends down there and I'm thinking of them right now, but yeah, we've been through some, some gnarly storms as we say. Um, but it, it's always, you know, you, you just prepare for it. And then you, you know, when you're in the middle of it, you gut it out. <laughs> you know, it's crazy when you talk about this is that, are you ever back on land or only when you dock? That's when you go back on land. Right. Well, we're right now in Washington state, which of course is not far from, from, you know, um, the San Juan Islands and in Canada and the Gulf Coast and all of that, you know, of, of Puget Sound. So we're all over the place. You know, we'll land at a state park and then take hikes and, you know, maybe spend a couple of days anchored at a park or anchored just on a beautiful beach. But a lot of times it is much easier to be pulled into a slip. So when it's when it's snowing, like it was, you know, last um, November, December, January, the boat was in a slip here in Port Townsend and we had snow on the deck, which for us, you know, Baja and uh, San Diego people was kind of a shock to see to see snow on your deck. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. No kidding. You know, um, as as a, an author, as a writer myself, I've always had this fantasy of either doing exactly what you're doing. Uh, or uh, renting a place in Maine up and with the water in view and, and just sit and write. What is writing like on the boat compared to writing in an office somewhere on land? It's it's wonderful because you can really be away from all of those distractions. You know, you're not going to have someone dropping by. You're not going to have the phone ringing, you know, when you're really out there sailing. And there have been places like this summer when we were up near Canada and some of the islands that we didn't have Wi-Fi at all, you know, for a week or so. We just kind of unplug. And that's when you really can get a lot done. Both of us write. My husband also teaches screenwriting. So when we're not doing our work, which is writing, we're also doing our joy, which is writing. Um, so during this first trip that I've written about in the memoir, it was really me discovering the writer that I'd always been, but I didn't quite believe in myself as a writer. And I'm sure, Kim, you relate to that. You know, we all go through that. Is it good enough? Can I show it to other people? Can I, you know, make a living at this? And and um, so it was, it was the adventure in it was learning to trust in that and to take the time to just keep staring at the blank page and keep working through the the rough drafts and and uh, and also just kind of trust in the process that th that I had something to say that there was something that would come out that other people would find interesting well and you definitely have something to say your writing is absolutely beautiful your your blogs and the book and everything that you do I, I love to read your writing your style is great everyone should buy everything that you do and read your stuff so what, well, what surprised you the most in the in the process or you know with being on the boat and writing or what was surprising i, I think the what surprised me the most is how much I just really loved being on the boat. Um, sailing was something I knew nothing about, but I think for anyone who loves, you know, the ocean as I do in nature, you know, it was that quiet, you know, the the being just at one with nature and just floating there like a like a, a little seabird on the water and being able to take advantage. Of course, it's a it's a solar powered, you know, the wind and the and the solar panels and all of that. So when you're ghosting along there and it's perfectly quiet and gorgeous and the sun is shining, it doesn't get any better than that. And of course, it was very surprising to find out, you know, how much we both liked not only sailing and living on the boat, but being in such close quarters together 24 hours a day. That was 
was that was a challenge and um it it was something that we just you know either got lucky or determined or crazy or all, a combination of the three <laughs> that made it work and 34 years later we're we're still together and still happily on a boat so Fantastic. The honeymoon continues. All <laughs> right. So Kim, go ahead with your love question for. Yeah, I, I love your love story. I have to say, I, I was diagnosed a few years ago with cancer. And then my husband was four months later diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. He passed away six weeks after that. And um, we had a love story like yours. Like, I think we could have been on a boat and been just fine. Just the two of us together. I know that it would have been great. But uh, it made me question some things. It made me question the real meaning of love. So I dedicated a year to figuring out the real meaning of love. And I think you're going to be able to answer this question because you've got 34 years with the man who I'm sure you still probably <laughs> refer to as the man of your dreams. And uh, what does love look like today compared to the day when you said I do? Oh, it's it's so much a product of the foundation that we built in those early years, those early weeks and months and then years. It's it's the trust that we've built, you know, in the 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 the, the talking about everything, the experiencing everything, the <coughs> sorry, <coughs> the laughter, the being together, the as I say, sharing everything, talking about everything no holds barred kind of conversations um obviously emotional um just it, that foundation that we built is what is still with us right now that we can still you know um those adventures are still in our heart and as you say you can really tell when you're with someone that you're meant to be with and that you're going to be with forever and of course unfortunately tragically sometimes you're not together forever but that love never ends and you're together mm -hmm. always that's powerful all right so where's the best place jennifer we can purchase your book and learn more about you best place you you can go to bookshop.org and buy it from an independent book uh, store online of course you can go to barnes and noble indigo um amazon any and you can also go into your favorite bookstore because the book is available from ingram which is the world's biggest book distributor so any little mom and pop shop that you love you can go in and say i want honeymoon at sea and they'll be able to get it for you and pre-order it and pre-orders are really important for a first time author like myself and also for my small um new independent um woman-owned publisher in toronto uh canada so we really appreciate the the um pre-orders if people can pre-order it now believe it or not that's a big huge thing now and it really helps uh get the book a lot more exposure and, and i think people really enjoy it as our quote on the cover says that midwest book review said armchair sailors will love it too you don't have to be a sailor at all well, we appreciate it, Jennifer. Thanks again. It was such a great Thank story. Thank you. All right, take care. You're listening and watching. It was a special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and the Love Is Podcast, guys. Take care. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.